You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. You know how in spirituality, they often give you the beautiful practice of visualizing your dream. People ask you, what is it you want to manifest? What is it you want to create? Visualize it. Get really precise. I mean, the smell of someone's t-shirt, the color of the sky, the sound of their voice, right? You guys have heard me say that. I'm sure you've heard other self-help spiritual people say that because, well, it is true, but Along my spiritual journey, as I take you along through my own transformation and evolution and the questioning and scratching my head of what have I been believing and practicing? Let me just, instead of walking with it, let me stop, pivot, turn around and look and say, well, wait, this has both worked and not worked and I want to question it now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. This is your host, Stephanie Powers. Thank you for hanging out in the lounge with me. You know what to do. Share the show, leave a review. I appreciate that so much since I am a one-man band. It's just me, myself, and I over here doing this show, editing, producing, recording, and I don't mark it because I just don't even think about it, but it's something that I should do. So this is my attempt at asking you guys to carry the lounge with me by sharing the show. And this could this of course means sharing it on your social media, but it could also mean if you really enjoyed the show, if there's an episode that really stuck out to you, tell somebody about it. Tell your cousin, tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your friend. It means a lot and word of mouth and referrals truly are the tried and true old way of marketing. So If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that I just took a wonderful long weekend trip to 30A, Florida. 30A, right? That sounds so weird. It's definitely not a town. It is 30A Highway, which is a long, beautiful stretch of coastline along the northern Florida panhandle, known as the Emerald Coast because the waters are so bohemian, teal, crystal clear blue. And it was amazing. You guys know I've got some history at this place. Uh, JL and I spent a winter there. Let's see. It was winter 2021 to 2022. We ended up selling our motor home and living in an Airbnb right on the ocean. Because even though this place is beautiful in the spring and summer like it is right now, it's very quiet. And while it still is beautiful in the winter, people just don't go there. They want to go even further south towards the Florida Keys. So it was an awesome winter. We had the beach to ourselves all the time. It really stole my heart. I just loved it. But at the end of the day, we decided to leave because we wanted the mountains. We just, you know, JL and I's lives are so untethered. We don't live like most people do. And while there's a lot of people that admire that and are inspired by it, there's also a lot of people who have a lot to say about it. And to that, okay. You know, I personally live my life by the 7% rule. I only know 7% 
about someone's journey. And if it, if I'm looking through the lens of social media at someone's life and their journey, cut that down to 4%. That's it. That's all you know. Think about the rest of that pie that you know nothing about, right? And so knowing that, I really just don't have opinions on anyone's life and how they live. Um, to each their own. We're all on our own journey, and cheers to that, right? So we went down there for a long weekend, and it was actually a business trip because if you follow our Monday newsletter, I just wrote about it, how I want to create a spiritual metaphysical store that is more modern and new age. I said in my email that a lot of the metaphysical stores that I've been to all over the USA, I mean, there is not any state, I think, at this point that my feet have not touched Every crystal shop, tarot shop, you know what I mean. Those stores that you just happen, you can't, you don't even Google them. You just drive by and you're like, wait, wait, crystals, turn around, let me go. They're dark. They're dirty. They're dusty. They smell of incense that's probably not natural fragrance and it's very unhealthy for you. There's tapestries that have been hanging there since 89. <laughs> it's just, they're not a vibe. They're not, and while... You know, I always meet some really cool people in there. This is not to take away from their hard work of owning a store by themselves. I want, you know, it's its own little niche. And I think because of the niche that they've created, it's really like a secluded, it's like walking into the church of a religion you know nothing about. You know, no one like, you might be welcomed. You probably will, but you'll definitely get stared at and looked at and you might feel really out of place and uncomfortable. You know, spirituality and these metaphysical shops are no different sometimes. And I'm on this mission to create astrology, especially since that is my career. I want to make it normal. I want to make going to an astrology shop to maybe invest in some gear, like a hoodie with your sign on it, a coffee mug with your signs constellation on it, a birth chart reading from someone I want to make that as normal as going to Starbucks for coffee with your friend, right? And I want to make it so inviting that even people who are on the fence of, is astrology woo-woo? Because everybody seems to love it. There's been horoscopes in the newspaper ever since I was a little girl in the 70s. Uh, I want to make it inviting. Big, bright windows, fresh, real plants, greenery, no incense, no tapestries, even those things are great. None of that. I want to make it normal. I want to have like a little coffee hut inside of it where you can just make yourself a latte or a cortado and just walk around the store and then have people like myself and other trained astrologers where you can just be like, hey, I've always been curious about this. What's my Venus sign? And you have a good chat. And if you learn something, you can invest in a birth chart reading in the shop. And there's a dope playlist softly playing. This is what I dream of. And so we went down to Florida because ever since we stayed in the 30A area, while it's not a place I want to call home and plant roots, there was something in my mind, in my heart, in my gut, that said, this is where Cosmic Coconut, that is the name for my astrology shop, this is where Cosmic Coconut would open, would be. This, this is where it would really succeed. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes when I network with friends down there, they're like, ah, it might, it may or may not, but there's just a feeling I have in it. And so I went down there with the idea, the vision, um, 
I spend about an hour every single day on the outline. What does my store look like? What do I carry? I even have a spreadsheet, Virgos are proud of me, of how much like pillows cost, coffee mugs. I'm looking at it right now. I've got stickers, hoodies. I even found a cute love seat, upholstered love seat made of velvet on Wayfair.com. Birth chart scrolls. I've really planned this out and I got so detailed and I had the vision in my mind. Now, I'm 34 years old. Got a little wisdom going. I'm, I'm dipping my toes in the wisdom. People in their 40s and 50s listening to this are like, <laughs> but I'm learning a thing or two. I, I completed my Saturn return. <laughs> so I know now to have a vision, do what they say, create a vision on paper, get activate all of your senses. What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it look like in the morning? Where does the sunlight hit in the afternoon? Get so laser focused and watch how fast it manifests. And while that has definitely worked for me, you guys know the story of J.O. especially, there's also a part of me that has been really frustrated or upset, let down by the universe and spirituality because I did all that. And what I got was nothing. Like I poured all of the do this, try that, manifest this energy into. And it it can get, I mean, you have to be really rooted and grounded to practice any form of spirituality or religion, right? But when you do things like that, especially when it comes to money, especially when it comes to money, when people tell you you can manifest it, take my master class, read this ebook, and by the end of the month, you'll have a check in your mailbox. And so people, I mean, it's, Again, you hear me stutter because I'm literally walking a beam of like, I believe it, but I don't. And I just, I see where the dangers of it can fall, where you can get really let down, right? We, we turn to spirituality to begin with because we feel so let down and we are looking for a higher power. We feel so abandoned, hurt, rejected, just bogged down by our empathetic abilities that we turn to a higher power. We turn to a different dimension, another realm that understands us, that accepts us, that is weird and quirky like we are. But we go to these things. We invest in birth chart readings. We invest in courses and classes because we want to find our people, because we want to have the tools to create a vision. So hear me out. I went down to Florida with a clear vision. And I knew as I boarded the flight under the big Sagittarius full moon and laughed as I looked up at it thinking, I didn't plan this. I literally just booked this flight with J.O. because there was a special, there's a billboard here in Evansville, Indiana that said $40 flights to Destin now going. And I was like, dude, what? 40 bucks <laughs> round trip? And of course, with baggage fees, blah, 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 it did turn out to be a little bit more, but it was still dirt cheap hop on a flight, one hour in the sky, boom, you're on the most beautiful coast. It was amazing. I love living here. But I went down there with a vision. I just thought, okay, $40 flights, saw it on a billboard on the highway. Like, that's another sign. I've always wanted to open a shop down there. I've actively been, like, moving a little bit away from social media because I want to keep my gang on there, my Instagram fam, but I want to do things in person. I want to unbox things. I want to shake hands. I want to create an experience in person, not just through my reels with videos and filters. 
You know what I'm saying? So I went down there with a crystal clear vision, but I knew this time, have the vision, but poke holes in it. Give it leaky gut. <laughs> All my health, fellow health freaks are laughing at that. If you don't know what that means, I probably sound weirdo. But poke holes in it. Let it be loose. Let it be mutable because you can't hold on too tight to anything. A person, a job, a, a vision, a career. You've got to be mutable, especially in this day and age that we're queerly in. So I went down there with a vision, but I was very open to what the universe had in store. And I'm so glad I did, because while I went down there with the vision of find retail space, find that perfect space with the right amount of light, with the right door, with the right audience, with the right palm trees in front of it, I was like, okay, that's, that's the vision, but let's be flexible. And the data we collected in the three days we were down there is the same but different. So instead of a brick-and-mortar retail space, we actually found just by happenstance, just by walking around a brand-new shopping plaza that was the colors and aesthetics that I was trying to go for, and we found a trailer. It was a sunglasses hut, but it was this beautiful New Orleans-themed trailer, like a tiny house on wheels almost, and it was amazing. They put plants around it. They had a sign out front. They had an entire one half of the tiny house was glass sliding doors, air conditioning inside, skylights with a perfect amount of lighting. And I just like put my hands on my head as if I was stretching and looked at it. And I was like, well, I'll be damned if it's not right in front of me. <laughs> there it is. And you guys know, as I was saying in the beginning of this episode, Jail and I live lives that are very untethered. We are, our composite charges, Gemini Rising. We're very mutable. We move. This is what we do. Go about everywhere. Learn a little bit here. Learn a little bit there. It's just what we specialize in. And so I thought, wait, retail space will be down the road. But how perfect. Because I'm thinking of you guys in mind. When I have told you and promised you for years, I want to create Lightworkers Lounge into a physical space. Still not there and financially speaking, but definitely getting closer than I was a few years ago when I told you guys I wanted to create that. That'll probably be another 10 years, but it will happen. And if you are here, you will be there with the golden ticket I told you about. Don't think I forgot. Oh, no, with this Scorpio moon. Uh -uh. But I saw the tiny house on a trailer on wheels, and I thought, that's it. I can use that to do pop-ups everywhere I want. I can go down to Key West right on Smathers Beach, sandwiched between the beach rentals and the acai bowls and do an astrology pop-up. I can bring into 30A all the time I want because it's only a one-hour flight and an eight-hour drive every weekend, practically. I can go to Colorado and do a pop-up there. I can go back up to the Pacific Northwest. I can go home to New England and do a pop-up there. It sounds perfect. And so while I went down there thinking I was going to potentially find a realtor and maybe even start the paperwork to sign a lease to start a brick and mortar shop, the vision changed and it altered. And that feeling was even more heightened and intense and good and juicy, right? And so this whole podcast episode was inspired by a conversation Jail and I had after we'd said, okay, 
That's it. That's that's it. We're done. We don't even need to look anywhere because we know that's it. We were saying that a dream is a feeling, not a vision. A dream is a feeling, not a vision. And so, of course, I wanted to challenge that, as Sagittarians do. <laughs> and I thought, well, wait. The Florida Keys and living in Key West is my dream. It has been my dream since I was a little girl. And I had an entire wall in my bedroom plastered with a huge print, like a sticky wallpaper print of Key West. I mean, I woke up to, even though I woke up physically in New Hampshire, I woke up to looking at a wall of Key West. Palm trees, beach, water. <laughs> it's my dream. Now, the physical 3D says, okay, I have to live in Key West, and then I'll have my dream. But what I'm craving is a feeling. And so, literally, I just did this after all these years, this is 20 years now. I was like, okay, well, what feeling does Key West invoke in me? And I've loved that place since I was young because when I'm in the Caribbean or when I'm in near the ocean, I light up, I feel young and free. I love living in the Keys because it's like an eternal Friday night. That's what the energy feels like all the time. Anywhere you go, it's simplicity, fun, laid back. Nobody's dolled up, dressed to the nines. Everybody's barefoot, riding a bike, sipping a coconut. Nobody cares about if you're too fat, too skinny. Like Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You feel so carefree. It's the land of Margaritaville. And I crave that as a child. And of course, we can continue this discussion going deep into, okay, why did I crave that? Well, maybe I was not being provided that as a child. Blah, 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 blah. Regardless, it's a feeling. And so while I'm not clawing away to try and live in Key West right now, because I think that that's what I need, and then I'll feel this. I'm in a phase where I am, I can feel that feeling wherever I want, whenever I want. I just needed to lock in that final puzzle piece that was metaphorically dropped under the table, hiding under a desk that I just found and put it in the puzzle. And it's like Jumanji or something like, whoa, the puzzle is complete. Now this bright glow is emanating from it. And it's like, you won the course. Now you can unlock the next level of growth. <laughs> Woo, what will that be? But it is. Am I going to live on a house in the Florida Keys, near Key West, on the Atlantic side, rooftop deck where you can look at the sunrise and the sunset? Of course. Duh. <laughs> we all know that. You guys know that. But instead of stressing myself out to the point of adrenal fatigue, thinking that I need to have it now, I just dove into, okay, that's my dream. That's my vision of my dream. But why do I want it? Like, what is the feeling I am going after? Okay, that's the feeling. Well, what else can provide that? Ta-da! Unlock the next level of growth. So to wrap up this podcast episode, I hope you guys learned a thing or two from it. But your dream, of course, should be a vision. Get the spreadsheet out, put pen to paper, get a little pencil and eraser and move things around and make it perfect. Make it perfect. But be open 
to whatever else is in store, right? Um, to think of more tangible examples, I'm 34, and I thought I'd be a mom by now. I've always been on the fence of whether or not I wanted to be a parent. I have phases of my life where I'm like, oh, yeah, I absolutely want to be. I can't wait. And then I have phases where I don't even think of it. It doesn't cross my mind. And if it happens to, I'm like, ooh, I am really glad I don't have children. I'm really glad. And then it'll, it's waves. And I think it has to do, of course, with the biological clock and hormones, et cetera. But I'm 34, and I definitely thought that I would be a parent by now. And when I have the waves of, wait, I do want to be a parent someday, I get really down because I'll officially be a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> you guys are laughing, but that is real here in the U.S. When we go to the OBGYN, and if you're pregnant over 35, you are considered a geriatric pregnancy, and you get more testing and blah, blah, blah. Whole other podcast again. But it, it, I just think, wow, that was a vision that I had had when I was younger. I would be a mom in my 20s like everybody else. I'm not. Now I'm in my mid-30s, and I'm still not, and I don't know if I will be. So I dove into that, and I was like, well, that was a dream with a vision. But what was the feeling? The feeling I wanted was family. And I've since realized that family isn't blood. It's the energy of people who make you feel like you can always be yourself, and they accept you in all of your seasons. They love your spring and summer. <laughs> they laugh at your fall. And they carry you through your winter. That's all it is. And those people are out there and they're everywhere. And I've curated that with people in my life. And so physical, biological children, you know, that was kind of fulfilled in that way for me. I don't think it's the end of the story, end of the road with that. I know you can always have children later in life. And <laughs> with my life, I'll probably get pregnant with twins at 43. But I digress. That's just what I wanted to come on here and share with you guys, that your dream is a feeling. It's not a vision. And sometimes you can create that feeling with a vision that is totally different, if not opposite, than the vision you had in your mind. We are very visual creatures, humans, of course, with our lovely egos. And social media can also constantly activate the visionary sense of, oh, that girl's beautiful and lives a great life. I want that life. I want a partner like that. I want a house like that. I want to dress like that and have kids like that. It can get really difficult, right? And we naturally have that sense in us, whether we have social media blasting other people's lives in our face all the time. Sometimes it can mess with your vision. And so, as always, I just encourage you to have a healthy boundary with social media because... A lot of you guys write to me saying you feel stuck. And I always want to write back, and I do sometimes, and say you're not stuck. You just aren't letting go of a vision that you think has to happen exactly this way. Tap, if you're in that position, tap into the feeling that said vision gives you and think about how you can curate that right here, right now that's all I got. Please leave a review, share the show, share it on your social media, tell someone you know. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out in the lounge with me. 
check out my Instagram for funny videos from Florida 30A. We made a really funny one about this. There's so much money in 30A and there's all these videos trying to sell multi-million dollar beach homes. It's it's beautiful. I, I Honestly, I'd buy one if I had the money. But we're goofy. We made some funny stuff. So go check it out on my Instagram at Stephanie underscore underscore powers. And I'll see you guys back in the lounge next week or later this week whenever inspiration strikes. Bye.